Yo, what's good? Welcome to the Finger Take. We're your host, Johnny Ruff and John Brown. And if you guys want to check us out, you can listen in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now on YouTube. And if you do, at defend your take, and if you don't have time to listen to the full thing, check check out our clips on IG at defend.your.take. Thank you. So last week we discussed our top ten of all time, but this week I think we should also discuss our top five for each position. With point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center. Yes, sir. Uh, how about you? Lay your first ones first, John. All right. And by the way, these are current rankings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No no all-time this time. We've already done the whole shebang of all those oldies and 80s and 90s players. It's, it's time to give the, the current guys their, their way due respect. Yes, sir. Okay, starting off, for point guards, I have Steph, Luca, John Morant, De'Aaron Fox, and uh, SGA, known as Shea Gilchrist Alexander. For shooting guards, I have Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brown, Anthony Edwards, and Zach Levine. For uh, small forwards, I have KD, LeBron, Jason Tatum, uh, Jimmy Butler, and then Kawhi. And then for power forwards, I have Giannis, Carl uh, Anthony Towns, Jaron Jackson Jr., and then Zion. And then lastly, at centers, I have Jokic at number one, also known as Nikola Jokic. Uh, Joel Embiid, Rudy Gobert, Bam Adebayo, and DeAndre Ayn. How about you, my friend? That has got to be the worst list I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Truly. Like, I think I've heard a casual down the street tell me a better list than that. Uh, that's just, we got to do better. We got to do better, bro. See? All right, so for point guard, it's easy. You have Luka Doncic. Then you have Curry. I have John at three. Dame at four. I have Jamal Murray. I know SGA. Everyone is like, okay, you're not giving his respect, but I don't think you put SGA in the same position as Jamal Murray with the Nuggets this year. They would have won. Then for shooting guard, I have Devin Booker for one. Anthony Edwards at two. I think he's really coming into his own okay. uh, this next season. And he was holding it down for the Timberwolves. Nice. He was going against the Nuggets. So. I got him at two. Then I have Donovan Mitchell, then Bradley Bill, and then the left side bum himself, Jalen Brown. Then for small forward, you, as you already know, got Brown Brown at one. I got Jimmy at two, Tatum at three, KD at four, and Kawhi at five. That's What's the problem, sir? I mean, nothing, nothing. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> hey, man. For power forward, I have Giannis at one, AD at two. Now, I know some people might say, hey, he's a center. You know, he's gotten bigger this year. He's been getting down, playing with the big boys. But I got him I got him at power forward. He even considers himself to be a power forward. Exactly. Uh, three, I have Jaron Jackson. I know that might seem a bit controversial, but he did get defensive player of the year, and I got to give at least some respect to regular season awards. Exactly. Four, I have the bum himself. Cat, and then I have the prostitute loving, OnlyFans loving Zion Williams. <laughs> then for the centers, I have Jokic at one, of course, got robbed of the MVP this year. Two, we'll get into that. Embiid at two, the bum, the only ring he'll ever get, just got recently with his with his wife. 
three, I have Bam. Four, Gobert. And then five, Zingus Pingus. I could not have DeAndre Aiden in my top five centers. I would not allow it. I couldn't consider myself to be a true basketball fan <laughs> like certain people. Uh, that's a those we we basically have the same players but different orders. But I mean, except for I would say the the last few people of your power forward, like the like ranking wise, and that last guy of uh of your centers, Porzingis, Chris Dad Porzingis. The only reason I cause to show some Boston fans some love. I put Zingus Pingus in there. And also, it's just, I, I cannot have. So it was between Jared Allen, Yvonne Mopley. No, is he a power forward? No, he's a center. He's, I mean, he he has the height of a center, but I'm pretty sure he plays power forward. We'll put him at center, too. Screw it. Yvonne Mopley, Jared Allen, Rudy Gobert uh, was in there as well. Mm-hmm. And then it was, what's his face? Who plays? Oh, DeAndre Aiden, and <laughs> then I, I put Gobert in there because I was like, okay, even though that's Cat's team, I'll just put him in there. Yeah, and then Porzingis. All right, so you want to go uh, point guard? Like, do the list, and then we'll talk about it. Start off with point guards. I mean, we already know that you're Curry eleven fans, so you're already gonna put him in places he doesn't deserve to be. Luka is just better. I mean, I mean, let's, Curry has a better team than Luka, but I just think Luka is just a lot younger and a lot better. Most particularly talking about in 2022 when uh, Curry won his, his, his fourth championship, not really this past year. He was This past year, Luka was like a bit of a slump. Definitely. He, he definitely could have. Yeah, he didn't even make the play in, actually. But that's even but, didn't make the play in. I think they'll have more to do with the team construction and just yeah, probably Mark Cuban panicking and getting Kyrie Irving. And a lot of people, including myself, have discussed and saying that could be one of the, I guess, dominoes that are going to fall for Luca potentially leaving. I know a lot of European players are known for staying there for their entire careers, but I think with the new wave of player empowerment, yeah. That might seem to change, especially like with Giannis. He's been hinting at a warrior. And I that's out of pocket. Like I don't I don't know why he would ever join the Warriors. Well, I guess I can understand why. I, mean, to- I was about to say, I mean, top five player of all time. Nah, I'm just messing with you. Definitely they definitely do. I mean, if 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 Giannis were to join the Warriors they would have top one uh, player in each position. And when, I mean, not in each, but at least in two positions on the same team. And when have we had that before in a long time? I mean, yes, you could say uh, KD and Devin Booker, but a lot of people would argue that Devin Booker isn't a one for shooting guards. And then a lot of people also would argue that who, would, who doesn't think? I have him as one. Trust me, I have Devin Booker as one. But I'm pretty sure there's there's a good amount of people out there who would have Donovan Mitchell or Jalen Brown or, you know, if some people consider Shea 
a uh, shooting guard after the season that he had last year, they could put him up there. And like and like I was saying, KD, a lot of people have LeBron better than KD. Or at, at a time, a couple of years ago, they had Kawhi better than KD. But I believe that it would be unanimous in a lot of us that Giannis and Steph, Steph best point guard, Giannis best power forward. And I mean, when was the last time that we've seen that? You know, two players in each position being the number one in their position on the same team, you know? Kobe and Shaq. Exactly. And that was who knows how long ago? 20 years? That was 20 years? 20, 20, about 23 years because they won their first chip in 2000, so about 23 years ago. Exactly. But, I mean, I feel like your list was decent. You had a – for point guards, I mean, you had some good players in there. I mean, we basically – like I said, we basically had the same list. Yeah, but you I, took off Dame, man. I did take off Dame just because, I mean, he had a – I'm not going to lie. He had a good regular season, 32.2 points per game, 7.3 assists or 7.5, whatever have you, and then five rebounds. But, I mean, look at that uh, – the overall team ranking. They were 13th. I mean, yes, he his had best, His second best player is Jeremy Grant, man. Give him some slack. And that, but, I mean, like, you can't even maybe make the plan. I mean, look at Shea. Look at Shea's team. They were ninth in the West. That's playoff. I mean, that's play-in worthy. Even if you're 10th in the West – that's playoff worthy. Like, look at uh, the Pelicans. The Pelicans were tenth in the West. Um, yeah, tenth in the West, and and their best play was out. Zion was out. They really only had McCollum and uh, Brendan Ingram. Do you believe that Brendan Ingram and McCollum are better than Dame? I mean, hell, the Blazers literally traded McCollum away. So it's like, well, it's because they they have a horrible, horrible front office, like. Well, yeah. I, I completely forgot who they even traded C.J. McCollum for. Was it uh? It wasn't Jeremy Grant. I, I, I legit don't know. I mean, I don't remember. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I only have him at five. I mean, I did have them at five, but then after some adjustments, I put uh, Shea up there because, I mean, they didn't even make the playoffs. And, I mean, and who knows? And they haven't been in the playoffs since, what, well, like, 2021, when he were like there, like 2020, 2021. Yeah, when he had that run against the Nuggets, which he was he played great against the Nuggets. But after that, I mean, they haven't been to the playoffs since. I don't. Yeah, know. I I have more relation to that to the being a bad team aside from him because put a different player as a star caliber on that team. They might, if they get lucky, make the play-in. But I definitely don't think that they could make the playoffs. Anybody, a KD, a Devin Booker, a Kawhi, a LeBron, a Jokic, I don't think anybody could be on that team for as bad as it is and then carry them all the way to a playoff situation. And even if they do, they're getting swept. They're not winning a game. So – that's my whole thing. And I still think that Dame is still solidified. And, again, he has been on a downward spiral just in a sense of his injuries and his team not being up to par at all. But if, I, I, you know, the news has been very, very, very quiet 
But like, if somehow he can get to Miami, because I do think it'll happen. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. So I think it'll happen like probably during the trade deadline, but I don't think it'll actually happen beforehand. Because if it was going to happen beforehand, I think it would have been happening at this point. Okay, definitely. But uh, I don't think the play-in should continue on much longer because that's, oh, it's, it's going to be there to stay, bro. But it's like the teams that are doing like really good, they can be knocked out by someone who's not so good. Like literally, say uh, Zion did come back eventually, well, last season, and they were the 10th seed. Someone like the Lakers could have potentially been knocked out. The Pelicans are also a pretty good young team. You know, they have they have some good d- uh, defenders. They have two good scorers. I mean, technically, you could say three good scorers in McCullum, Ingram, and Zion. And so I feel like that for – I'm not saying it would have happened, but it could have happened. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, look, Miami literally almost lost. And they were – um, they've been in the finals the past two, three years, and they literally almost lost in the play-in to the the Hawks, who haven't been in the playoffs since I, be- I believe the uh, the, Al Horf- the Al yeah. Horford probably probably sooner than that. But I mean, they were really good in the Al Horford. They they, they made it um the year Giannis won twenty twenty one. That was the last time they've been. In the yeah, playoffs. Right. They made they made the conference finals. They they lost against yeah. the uh, the Bucks. Right. My bad about that. But anyways, but yeah, Tom the Hawks have been in the playoffs as since Al Horford. This man talking about 2015, 2017 type yeah. years, man. He did slip my mind. But I mean, like, yeah, no, actually, I think they won the playoffs last season too. I think the, 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 well, I'm not gonna say. Just like off the tee, like when they made the like playoffs, but just the whole actually having an impact and actually doing something because you're like the eighth seed and you get in and you get bounced off first round and get swept. I don't think that's really much to mention, but actually having like an impact and actually like making a run, which is either the semifinals or higher. The last time they was doing that is 2021. And also, here's one of the main reasons why I have Anthony Edwards as to aside from Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. The thing is about Donovan, he's on a decent squad. And for him to get molly by the New York Knicks with Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle and quickly, come on, that, that shouldn't have happened at all, man. As a team that they are, they get smacked by the Miami Heat. They get smacked. Yes, I- so it made no sense to me that they not the only did they struggle sweep. as Jaron Allen said, the lights are too bright for us. It's so that's a stupid thing to say in general. Because for one, they had already been he they've all had playoff experience before. Each and every one of them. And then two, they're going against an inferior team. Not only seeding wise, but just matchup wise. Like there is no reason. Why and this is why Jared Allen is nowhere near in my top five, maybe even top ten. Because man, there was no reason you're six eleven and seven feet, and you only have nine points, no double digit rebounds, and then I think maybe one block, 
I could be even giving him too much credit with that. That's out of pocket. Yeah, I do agree with that. And so this, but and then and then yeah, Donovan Mitchell he averaged I think like twenty three, five and seven in the playoffs. But that's actually a big drop for when he had in the regular season. Regular season it was twenty eight four and four. The man had a drop. No, no, no. Like, he, uh, he, he his points were still the same at twenty eight. Oh, for so for the playoffs it was the same with twenty eight. Yeah, I mean, they were honestly about the same stats, honestly. Uh, unless I, I looked at it wrong, but the, the, the stats were about the same. Are you sure? Because I feel like the man no, – I, I, I think I'm right. It's just 23, bro. Probably. 23 points, five rebounds, and seven assists, 43% from the field. That's bad, man. Especially since, as Charles Barkley has a famous saying, the points you have should be going up come playoff time, not dropping. That's true. That's true. He pulled a James Harden. James Harden <laughs> dropped like drops like thirty come uh, in the regular season, and then like twenty three come playoff time. Yeah, that's true. I, I agree to some point, but uh, you have KD at four. Yeah, KD at four, man. All right, so give me your list again. Give me your, give me your power forwards again. I mean, small forwards, small, okay, small forwards. LeBron at one. Okay. Jimmy Buckets at two. That's okay. That's MJ's son, man. Not in the finals, though. He went away. I don't know what happened to him. I think he got tired. Probably, shit. Yeah, he was carrying for like, what, three three rounds? Three years, uh, bro. <laughs> uh, Tatum at three. Okay. Uh, KD at four, and then uh, Kawhi at five. That, that's not a bad list. I just don't think that. No offense to Jimmy Butler because he's definitely top five small forwards, regardless of where you have him. Right. I don't think that he's. Uh, I mean, you could say he's number two. Obviously, obviously, I mean, but I have KD at uh, top five because let me give you his stats. So let's compare KD and then Jimmy. So first, I'm gonna give the regular season. And then I'm going to do the playoffs. So KD, 26 points per game, 6.4 rebounds per game, 3.5 assists. His team was the fourth seed. Jimmy Butler, 23 points per game, 6 rebounds, 5.3 assists. He did average 2 assists more than KD did. And he averaged 0.4 less rebounds, but that's neither here nor there. KD did average three more points. Now let's get to the playoffs. The playoffs. Now, mind you, Jimmy Butler obviously went all the way, and they didn't win all the way. And Kevin Durant didn't. I mean, he played eleven games. That's about like what, like two and a half series. Yeah, so, they went. I think they went like six games against, or five games against the Clippers. And yeah, I think six games against the Nuggets. Yeah. So here are the stats for KD and then Jimmy. Playoffs, 29 points per game, 8.7 rebounds, 5.5 assists. Jimmy, 27 points per game, 6.5, well, 6.5, 7 rebounds, whatever you want to do, uh, rebounds per game. And then he averaged uh, 6 assists a game. So the stats, they're, they don't, they're not terribly off from each other. 
because KD did average two more points and two whole rebounds than more than Jimmy, and Jimmy did average a half or a .5 assists more than KD. So the stats aren't terribly off, but I feel that if Kevin Durant doesn't hurt his ankle, I mean, he did uh, twist his ankle, I think. Maybe they beat the Nuggets, and then they go on to the finals. But that's neither here nor there because Jimmy Butler did make the finals. I just feel that KD is still an overall better player than Jimmy Butler. Here's my question. Replace Jimmy, replace KD. Have them swap each other. Okay. Is KD getting to the finals? If I got to be honest, no, I don't think they are. Exactly. But are the are are the Suns making the finals or making it back to what they were in the semis or the conference? I think they would. I think they would have been in the same position at the at the. That's the point I'm trying to make. I no, think yeah. the. I think that now I think they probably would have lost against the Nuggets in a lower amount of games, maybe like five, maybe in swept. But I think the same route goes the same exact way. They beat the Clippers. They go against the Nuggets. They lose. And another thing, too, is that KD was privileged and grateful to have Devin Booker, who was out here having, like, MJ, Kobe-type numbers. Like, I'm looking at it right now, 58% from the field during that playoff run. Yeah. The man was, like, on a tan. On I a mean, tan. 33-7-5. That's bad. Exactly. So – with him having that luxury and still getting beat by the Nuggets. Now, to be fair, that's the champions, everything like that. You got to give him credit. And I still think it would have went the same exact way had Jimmy Butler be on the team. But there is a difference between KD having someone averaging 33 points and then Jimmy Butler, what his second best player is like, what, Gabe Vincent? Maybe even Bam? Those role players came up big. Yeah. They did, and then they they came back to earth come those finals. Like Strauss, oh yeah. But overall, I mean, we'll see this season. I mean, unfortunately, Jimmy Butler doesn't really have the best help. But I feel like if Dame goes to Miami with Bradley Beal being on the uh, um, Suns now, I feel that that'll be a great, a great potential finals matchup or even how how you just said how Kevin Durant has had a much better team than Jimmy has had you know maybe you can't make that same argument anymore because Dame in my opinion is better than Bradley Beal and Devin Booker and so obviously I mean he's he can't score 50 and that's basically what Devin Booker and uh Beal combine for but with Kyle Lowry with uh, I believe they still have Kevin Love, if I'm not mistaken, and, and Jimmy, and then Dame. I feel that it'd be a better comparison, like how we're doing now, and maybe come next offseason, we'll, if we have the same debate or whatever the case may be, it'll be a little bit more of an easier comparison to do, like wise. Yeah, um, I will say this. If Dame goes to... The Miami Heat, I think it's not only a guarantee that they're making the finals, 
they'll have a very, very, very good chance of winning the whole thing. Because for the past, I want to say five, maybe four years, the top three teams that's making the finals has been the Bucks, the Celtics, Miami Heat. Yeah. Miami Heat. Miami Heat has done it this season and then in the bubble in 2020. Mm-hmm. Bucks, of course, did it 2021. Celtics did it 2022. So my whole thing is that with those teams being like, Solidify as in like okay, if you're when you're thinking about who's gonna make the finals, those three teams are very very likely of making the finals, right? Not the Sixers, you know, yeah. and B with the never making the conference finals. Yeah, uh, the only MVP at that to to not make the conference finals, you know, he he gets to hold that title with pride. Uh, I'm not giving any attention to like the Knicks or the Hawks or basically any other team in the East. I think it's for any team to even somewhat get close to a finals, they have to go against those three teams, but those three teams have been like solidified as being the best. And while I think out of those three teams, in my view, I do think it's the Bucks, but unfortunately in 2022, Chris Middleton gets injured. And then this year, just recently, Giannis just gets, uh, just got injured. So injuries have been plaguing them as of late. And when they are healthy, they do have results. They want to chip. Now, some people can say other teams had injuries like the Brooklyn Nets, whatever the case may be. But they are a team to be meddled with when they're actually fully healthy. And we haven't seen that for the past two seasons. And yeah. again, with, with Dane being on there, they, they have an incredible chance of winning the whole thing. Oh yeah, I mean, if the if, if Middleton doesn't go down, you can say the Bucks maybe are uh, back-to-back champions, or at least they have another championship now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, if uh, Dame goes to Miami, I definitely also do have them top three team in the East. But uh, let's move on to these uh, power forwards. I believe our list is the same, basically. We have, also, you have you have Jaron Jackson, right? Uh, I have Jaron Jackson at fourth. Yeah, yeah, okay. at think You got three J- just for the defensive player of the year stuff. But if yeah. I was to, if I didn't, if I negated his defensive player of the year, I'll probably put him at four, probably five. And then I mean, we both have Zion at five, and then it's yeah. clear easily Giannis at one. Yeah. So the, I think the out of everybody. That or every position we've talked about, I think those are like the most similar. The most, I think, the only main difference is again the whole Jaron Jackson thing, and all yeah. the reasons that I put a bit more value on that defensive player of the year award. While you don't, which makes perfect sense, the regular season awards have dwindled down for years now. I think, I think it's the really- last time they, uh, the MVP of the season actually won the chip was Curry. Yeah, twenty fifteen. 16. No, no, 15, 15. You're right. 15, 15. 2015. That's a while. So, he, like, that's that's almost a day. Yeah, because 2016, he didn't win. Brown won. 2017. About that. You said what? Is it about that? Uh, yeah, I, I blew, blew the 3-1 lead. You know, we, we, we thank him for that. 2017 was Russell Westbrook. Clearly, they didn't win a thing. No 2018 way. was James Harden. They got very close, but they blew it in the finals, the conference finals against the Warriors. 
did. Then 2019 and 2020, it's Giannis. He loses. 2021, Joker. 2022, Joker. And then this year, Joel Embiid. So, like, out of all these years I just named, we have not seen someone get the MVP. So, like, the all regular season rewards have been the actual value of them having diminished because either it's not translating come playoff time or the actual winners of regular season awards are their production value isn't actually showing. That's definitely facts. And I know that uh, you believe Embiid should not have won the MVP. Nah, man. They should have gave it to Joker. Should have gave it to Joker, man. Uh, would you care to get into that? Because I have oh. the, uh, I, I have the stats right here. I mean, hey, hey man. Now, go ahead. So, the one thing to you know relay it one more time: the implications of him having a three uh, Joker, Joker having a three peat is horrible. Like you know, he's already being put like in top ten conversations for being a, a center because of his win. You said what? Oh, never mind. I I thought you were gonna say top ten all the time. If he has top ten all the time, that that they should just stop you know, talking about basketball. Top fifteen all the time. Nah, he he gotta do a little bit more to even get close to that, bro. Like to me, I think he barely, barely scratches the top fifty. Yeah, because a lot of people like, oh, he has two MVPs and uh, Finals MVP in our ring, but it's like, look at how many times he could have he. Like, they could have two, three championships right now. Now, yeah, you could say, oh, but Murray got hurt, this and that. But, I mean, it's like, if you're three-time MVP worthy, now, yes, the league is different now from back then, but the last time someone did it, I believe, was Larry Bird. And, I mean, mm-hmm. look at how many championships he has. More than more than one championship. And it's like, Yeah, so, like, yeah, I agree. Because another thing, too, is that there is no guarantee that they're winning again. Especially if they they just lost a big, big contributor and Bruce Brown. Oh and yeah, they're wild for giving him up. Or I mean, not wild for giving him up, but they're wild for not paying him what he wanted because he was good for the play. He, he was good in the playoffs. Even Eric Gordon, they were, mm-hmm. they were definitely clutch, especially against the uh, the Lakers. Especially against the Lakers. Especially against the Lakers. Yeah. No, but like, since there's no guarantee for him. And also, yes, two MVPs and a Finals MVP is definitely impressive. No, We're yeah. not going to act like to shy away from it as if that's just like an easy achievement that everybody has done. But I, what I will say, though, is that even with that, our championship is the end all and be all of how we view players. No. Does it play a big crucial part in certain situations? Yes, it does. And for me, I think for him to, to be put in those conversations that people are prematurely putting him in as of right now, I think he will have to get at least three more, three, like about three championships for me to be like, okay, the, for the conversations you guys have him in, that makes sense. But just for the one, and then even then, like, was it impressive? I mean, that finals run or title run is okay. Like, we've seen definitely better title runs with more c- competitors, more competition. I mean, uh, I believe 2019, Kawhi Leonard. 
I believe. Yeah, that's, that's been the best, like one of the most impressive championships in most recent memory. Not only just the players he had to go through, but also just the talent level he had wasn't as up to par. And yeah. also just the individual statistics were crazy. Now, yeah, Joker did have great individual stats. Like I, I mean, think he basically, so he averaged 30 points per game, 13 and a half. You could really say 14 rebounds and then nine and a half. You could say 10 uh, assists. He averaged basically a triple double throughout the playoffs. And 54% from the field. Exactly. And so, I mean, his, his numbers definitely were good, but like you were saying, the overall teams that they played, I mean, they played, who did they play? The Lakers. They played the Lakers, they played the Suns, and they played the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Miami Heat. And with that, I think the only real big man he had to face, now to be fair, he did his thing against them, but the only real big man he faced was Anthony Davis. He didn't face any big man that could even somewhat challenge him at all with Anthony, well, no, not Anthony uh, Davis, but with Cat or Rudy Gobert, he did his thing with DeAndre Aiden. He's doing his thing, and don't get me started on Bam. Now, Bam, I mean, it's because fortunately Bam's undersized, six six nine. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's only so much, and even though I mean six nine is tall, but he's not as heavy as as a Jokic, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, AD AD's only like six ten, but now I don't know their exact weight. But just looking at them, he's heavier than Bam is, and so mm-hmm. he can take the the shoulder, you know, elbow here, elbow there, and he'll be okay. But it's like if you elbow Bam a good time in his chest, or you shoulder, you put a shoulder in him. I mean, he doesn't have that much, but that much like size. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, there's only so much he can do. But like you were saying, he gave A in that work. On I mean, A and I don't. I mean, I have him in my top five. But uh, besides, he hasn't done much to in, – in the playoffs, he hasn't done much to prove it. He's done nothing sworn, ever, ever, ever. I sworn he would have been Indiana Pacer this season. I don't know why the uh, – His contract, man. They, uh, his whole contract was that essentially a team will offer him a certain amount of money, and if the Suns matched it, he'll get to stay. The only problem was that I think the only reason he stayed – or it was forced to stay was because since they matched it, and the only reason they matched it was because they didn't want to lose him for nothing. And at least if they were going to get rid of him or put him in a different place, they don't want to be, all right, when we do let him go, it's just for nothing. He gets to just go wherever he wants to. But now I don't think the Indiana Pacers want him now at all. We both, I, I think we, we equally had a good, uh, a good top five in each position. Yeah, uh, in certain cases for like the power four, we were pretty set. We had a few differences with, well, you for some reason think Embiid is as good for some reason. Now, we had him at the same spot at number two, but yeah, I just don't, I don't know what the high praise for Embiid is, especially with the horrific. Playoff run he just had, and then the KD at the four, and of course with the Curry lever, had him at one over, I mean, over Luca. He has to be at one. He has to be at one. I and mean, I just, I just think is that like he's getting older, and that 
he's not going to get any better as the years go by. And that, like, let's just look at it. From a logical standpoint, he'll never touch a conference finals ever again. That's not logical. That's not logical. I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's not happening. That's But they won the championship. Literally, I was a one in a million man. But they won the championship. But a championship, yes, it can be one in a million. But you know how hard it is to do that. I mean, they basically beat everybody. Literally, they beat Memphis. I mean, well, Jaw was hurt. They beat Nuggets first. Then they beat Jamal Murray was hurt. Memphis. Then they beat Luca. That's like the three best teams in the league. Now, locally, they didn't have to face the Suns, but I mean, I think the, I mean, they didn't have to face the Suns, but still, overall, they beat at least three of the top five teams, and that's that's ridiculous. Don't forget that a lot of people were hurt doing those doing those playoffs. People. But, I mean, honestly, Ja, he missed two games. And, I mean, in one of those games, the Warriors got blew out. The game that he didn't play in. Memphis played better without him. 22 and, like, 8 without him. That's a pretty good stretch. That's 30 games. Winning 22 out of 30 games without your best player, that's that's pretty good. But even then, though, like, you can't just say a star player not being in the, on the squad is, is of value and that they're better without him. But, I mean, Jokic was there. Well, Cool. What was Jamal Murray? The only team, well, two teams, to, I'll be fair, it's the Warriors. The two teams that they did face in the conference finals and the finals were completely healthy, no problems. They just had the better star player and the better team, right? Yes, definitely. But with the Nuggets and for the Grizzlies, Jaws out for the last two games. Now, granted, as you were right, I was in New York when this happened. I'll never forget it. They they, they whooped their ass. They they had like I wanted like 40, 50 points they won by. But yes. But then they were going back to Golden State. And of course they were gonna win. Because of course you can't win at a hostile environment without your star player. And then as we can clearly see, Jamal Murray's in my top five point guards because of what he just did. In the playoffs. Yeah, he got 26, 6, and 7, but 47%. And a lot of people thought, like, oh, it's just a bubble. It's only Bubble Murray. And a lot of people use that to discredit the Lakers. That's another thing, too. I feel like not all people, but a good majority of people who hate on the bubble are just haters of either LeBron or the Lakers. Because the, let's just look at it. From a logical standpoint, the players and the teams that have been successful are still being successful right now. Now, granted, does not being in a hostile environment such as being away play a major factor into basketball? Of course. But the bubble did show, okay, who are players who are really about it, who don't just do this for the job or do this for the pay, but really love their art and they literally love what they do. And who have the focus and the mindsets actually, okay, let's go win a championship because the Heat just went to the finals again. The Lakers just went to the conference finals. And then you got players like Jimmy Butler, Jamal Murray. So this isn't just a, oh, the bubble is only a one-time thing and shouldn't be considered an actual legit ring as opposed to other ones. Now you can say 
It's not as credible as other rings, but to just consider it to be, oh, just a throwaway ring is kind of wild to me. Yeah, definitely wild. But hey, that was a good episode, man. Yeah, man, we got to clock out, man, but we'll see y'all next week. That Since the football season is starting, expect to see some predictions for the Super Bowl. Expect to see some predictions on certain highlight games, such as on Thursday or Sunday or Monday. So tune into that, and we'll see you guys next time. See you guys.